This is Alpha Geek Radio. The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have seized control of the airways. This is Casually Hardcore, live on alphageekradio.com. For Sunday, the 20th of July, holy crap, it's almost August, 2014. This is Casually Hardcore, and I am Gnomewise. I'm Eilate. And I'm Grail. And we're back on the air! Yeah. After that period of time where, in hindsight, we probably just should have called for a summer hiatus, but yeah. we didn't think that far into yeah, the future. Yeah, yeah. Planning, uh, it's that planning thing again. That's how we roll. All right, hopefully I've solved my hot mic issue. Did nah. My, did my little pre-show thing, and people so were like, oh, God, my ears. Like, oh, God, we're all going to die. Yeah. Live radio at its finest. We are professionals, just not professional radio producers. And then there's that. Yeah. Silence! And there was a kind of silence, yes. And there was a kind of silence! That yes, is indeed. truth. <laughs> True that. Not much you can say the truth. I just uh. work here. All right. We have been away feeling rusty. Going to... Stretch the broadcasting well, it, it, muscles. It isn't like we weren't actually engaged in podcasting stuff while yeah. we were off the technical air. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole boatload of content out there that's there because, oh, well, you know, we went to Nerdtacular. Yes, weekend before last, the so. holiday weekend over July 4th. Uh, if you check the just the front page of Alpha Geek Radio, or if you subscribe to the RSS feed for the generic Alpha Geek Radio feed, you would have been buried in content because, holy crap, did they up the ante at Nerdtacular this year. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. And then we had I had to fly to Florida for work for a week. Shocking. And I had this moment where um, I got off the plane and I got to the hotel and my phone started ringing and it was the house and I thought, oh, okay. And I picked up the phone and it was not my husband. It was my 11-year-old. Oh. And we know that, that Nemesis isn't really big on phones and oh, okay. talking and it's just not really his. And he was um, pretty much hysterical on the phone. Mom, it's really scary. Mom, there's something bad going on. Mom, it, the, the storm, it's terrible. Mom. Exactly what you want to hear. No. It, no preamble. No preamble. Just this is what's coming out. And I hear my arch nemesis yeah. crying in the background. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm in Florida. Yep. <laughs> All right. Where's your dad? He's out in it. I need more. I'm, 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 going, he, I'm going to the hotel bar now. <laughs> is, he, is he up? Is he moving? Yeah. Is he hurt? Is he? So we work our way all the way through yeah. this. And what comes out in the end is he's just really wet. <laughs> 
go get a towel <laughs> and wait stand yeah. by the back door and when he comes in so it turns out that you know we had a big monsoon come through mm-hmm. and Arizona is one of those places where we get little microbursts sometimes little baby tornadoes inside the storm not quite tornado speed but extremely localized you know really localized 20 seconds done um and so we had one actually we had a microburst skip through the neighborhood mm-hmm. And uh, Gnomewise was outside in the backyard trying to get all the stuff under the patio. Because at that point, it was just a rainstorm. Right. When the microburst dropped on his head. Bursted. (laughs) And ripped the latticework off the side of the patio, ripped the tarp paper paper, uh, roof off the patio, and separated a portion of the patio from its supports. Nice. Um, So it was a... So Gnomewise comes inside the house, and I can hear his voice in the background, give the phone to your father. (laughs) So Nemesis hands the phone over. Are you well? (laughs) Are you dead? What's going on? It was a remarkable experience, going from cleaning stuff up to, oh, I'm now soaked to the skin. Right. What the hell just happened? Yeah. Well, and he's soaked to the skin while plastered against the inside wall of the house. Because the rain was yep. sideways at that point. Now it had all those, the you know the interesting. Say that sounds a little bit like an oncoming train, and there's no train tracks here. Right. I've heard stories about this. <laughs> None of them good. Yeah, I've driven in it, but I've never yeah. been outside in it. That's uh, so definitely a you know here one second, gone the next. Yeah. Yeah. And then literally twenty, 20 seconds, minutes, it's I mean, over. It's Ari- since it's Arizona, twenty minutes later the sun is out. Right. Right. And the news helicopters are circling. Yeah. Just our block. What happened there? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we drove around a little bit afterwards. Like, okay, every large tree along the east side of this road is in the road. Right. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much. And we, we'd gone a good year and a half since a real proper Storm. sustained wind downpour. Right. So there was all kinds of... Loose leaves and you know stuff. pine needles and stuff was just in the trees waiting to come down, and it was all down. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, that was a little wee bit of excitement last yeah. weekend. Yeah, and of course the insur- insurance adjuster can't be bothered to show up. Uh, yeah, we're awesome. still waiting for the insurance guy there. Looking They're... at you, Safeco. Looking at you. Yeah, That's yeah. All I can do because you won't return my calls. Right. Yep. Suck. Yeah, so we've yeah we've called them about three oh. times now. Driving around mm. the neighborhood, we got off light. Oh yeah, I'm sure. sheet of tar paper and some lattice work, dirty yeah, pool. Not too bad. I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have a tree go down and yeah, and nothing you know something. flew. Uh, yeah. To quote Ron White. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't that the wind is blowing. It's what the right. wind is, is blowing. blowing. <laughs> yep. Thankfully, the wind was blowing nothing but water at me. That's not bad. But the. Uh, yeah, one block over the one of the big trees went through the neighbor's roof. Yeah. Oh jeez. So they had I mean uh, there were a couple sucks. of those where they'd picked up some of the really old big trees and just thrown yeah. it into the house. Whoopsie. No, so. Barry, I didn't wake up in Oz. <laughs> and you were there? And you, you and, and you, you. Right. And Barry wasn't there. Yeah, well, Barry's the wicked witch. I thought he was Toto. Oh, no, that's the beard. He's got the facial hair for it. Yeah, that's what I mean. And Toto, too? Toto? So would that make him uh, Dorothy? 
because he's got Toto. Because oh, Reginald, yeah. Reginald is yeah. Toto, so be. he's Dorothy, right? Mm. Moving right along. DG, Dorothy Gale. I know. I <laughs> Come got it on. The first time I saw no, that. No, no, I'm going to say it three, four, five more times. And Barry, uh, quite l- rightly in the black void, says, no, I was probably a flying monkey. Nailed it in one. Probably better than a munchkin, so hey. <laughs> they represent the William Morris Agency. What? Right. <laughs> oh my yeah. God! So anyway, so we had that adventure. Yeah. So we had that adventure. That was fun. Um, uh, cleaning that up. Fun. <laughs> hey, who spent all day yesterday putting the backyard back into some semblance of order? That would be my loving wife. Yeah. Because it waited till I got home, I would note. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like I mean last year I solo drove to Spectacular yeah and on the way back got caught in a, in a massive hailstorm that gave my car acne yeah um so we managed to avoid that this year but I guess it just meant what it waited until a little later in the month to find me yeah right. yeah no it was this time, it was hunting you well you remember we were on that trip a couple weeks ago uh, driving in a caravan up to the cabin and we had the uh, tire incident like every third car every third car is going to be peeled their, their tread, tread. <laughs> oh jeez it's you it's clearly yeah. you well that was what our companions blamed me they said it was my fault yeah because during phoenix comic con a, a tire tread tried to assassinate you tried to assassinate your car yes i was driving his car it took a whole bunch of damage i'm like guilt it's not my fault but i feel guilty anyway Worked out well because when that one was in for service, we had a nice rental mini SUV and it absorbed all the mileage to Utah. That's never bad. Yep. Yeah, that was nice. I didn't have to pay for it. So, how was Chicago? It was yes. great. It was fantastic. Um, we, yeah, I was here during the microburst, so I or mm-hmm. I was in Chicago, I should say, during the microburst, so I didn't have to deal with any of that. I actually came back. I don't think it hit my area. Of it town. was really anywhere as bad. But it was beautiful, always good food, uh, wonderful weather, uh, was down on North State Beach when the U.S. and Belgium were playing their final <laughs> game of the World Cup. So it was an awesome setting, <laughs> poor result, but it was still a, a great place to be. Uh, fireworks over the lake, uh, got to check out in person. My dad got a very large 3D television and was watching said, oh, you have to watch um, the remake of Great, Gra- Great, Great Gatsby, Gatsby just, apparently. Just Gatsby. He said, yeah, apparently that was, he said, it's incredible. You'll watch it. It's going to pop out. Properly amazing. shot in 3D. Yes, yes. Not a conversion. Didn't make any difference to me. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, that's cute. It, I see that there's some depth there. Don't feel the need to ever. No. I mean, if the feature's included in the next TV I get, wonderful. If it's not, could really care less. So I'm not going to go out of my way to buy now, a 3D television. With the, three, else, with the I mean, 3D televisions, do you, you don't need glasses with them No, at all, this one was active. Some do, some do not. Okay. So this was active. It did require the glasses. And that was my... It was so funny. Every time we watched a movie on it, I'd sit down, I'd put the glasses on, and go, are these things on? And they're like, well, let me check. Let me swap around. And I'm like, I can't tell. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, they're definitely on. So I'd look, and I'd go, okay, I can sort of see something. Yeah. 
But yeah, for the most part, it just didn't make that much of a difference to me. Uh, Some of the other features within the television, a lot of the integration now that it has was pretty cool. The picture was phenomenal. Is it very high resolution? It's a very nice Samsung. Oh, see, that's awesome. 65, 70 inch, something gigantic. So it was really cool to see, and it was really neat to get a feel for it, because it's definitely going to be in need of a television soon, because I'm sure the bulb on my DLP is going to fry here eventually. So that was good to get that experience. Uh, otherwise, it was just a lot of family and hanging out. Had my birthday while I was there, so did some uh, cake and sushi and stuff for that. Was and, it truth cake or lie cake? Uh, well, he ate it, so I think it was no, truth actually, cake. No, actually, I'm sorry. Take that back. I didn't have cake. I had gelato for my birthday. Ah, ah so it was lie cake. Yeah, so okay. we had this really good place downtown that makes some crazy good gelato. Just everything, like uh. no matter what flavor, it's that flavor, but creamy. Like really <laughs> creamy. Like I don't even like lemon and... I got lemoncello, or like that was one of the flavors mm-hmm. we had, and even that was good because it was just like creamy lemon. It was like, oh, this is so good. Well, we have to sing you the traditional birthday. No, song. you don't really. Yes, have I to do. do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You can say that for next year. You can when I get uh, really old. <laughs> I actually define just... really old. I can't wait to hear what really old. When is. when when a four enters the number, that's when I get. Oh really old. fuck you, yeah. man! Oh, I actually I went yesterday. No, 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 no. Excuse me. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. So since we're, since we're, uh, segwaying, since we're swearing on the show now. Yeah, yeah. So we, Sorry, guys. That's our family-friendly uh, rating there. I always play, um, you know, we've been playing Cards Against Humanity. So right. It's always interesting right. when I play with a new family. Oh, God. Oh, because you're never 100% sure what the... At. So my stepsister yeah. was in town. She's like, we got to play. I'm like, all right. Like, just let you know. I'm really wrong in this game. Like, really wrong. Like, I go for the worst you can pretty much go for. Mm -hmm. She's like, okay. So, yeah. And my dad had an expansion for it that I hadn't seen before that included the card Fuck Mountain, which (laughs) is basically a guaranteed win when you put that sucker down. That and... A sexy comet from Neptune that turns the world into like a sextacular sexy time or something like that. It was just this really weird card that mm-hmm. worked really well as well. So we played. My stepsister actually won. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> she was, Congratulations, she was quite stepsister. wrong as well. So that was awesome to well, see. It's the only way to play Cards yeah. Against Humanity is, is how exactly how bad can yeah, I make this? Like, what's the, the worst terrible. possible combination? But you also have to read the players together. you're with. Because you, some right. people, like, mm-hmm. my dad does not. Not like gross. Like he's much more into clever. So you have to always play clever with him. Like when I Erica, I, there's certain cards I can't play because she takes them literally. Like if it says I want blank or whatever, wrong like game it's, for literal. Like she's looking at it like, well, it's what I want. So I have to play that type of card where it would make sense for her to want it, not you know. Right. She puts herself in that frame. So it's always interesting to play with different people and see that. On the topic of birthdays, I went to a friend of mine who just turned the big 4-0 yesterday. He had his party at main event, which was really odd. But nonetheless, it worked out well. A bunch of adults getting drunk, playing bowling and whatever. It was a nice uh, birthday party. Everybody needs a friend where you can be comfortable enough to give them an inflatable love sheep as their gift. Yes. And this, this, I, is your, that, this is yours. That mm-hmm. is what I gave him because in past birthdays he had given me boobs that mm-hmm. were inflatable, and he gave Eric uh, Daxa a penis cup, which was also uh, well received. So I gave him an inflatable <laughs> love sheep or love lamb, I should say. 
Inflatable Love Lamb. We have our episode yes. title, ladies and gentlemen. Thank yes. you, Grail. So. The Inflatable Love that Lamb. Was, that was quite nice. Went over yes. very well. Uh, <laughs> Ow, my butts hurt. It was a close toss-up between that and the Inflatable Midget, I gotta <laughs> say. I was, I was standing, Today I learned that I Inflatable Love Midget in exists. A, a castle boutique looking at both of them like... Which one? <laughs> oh, I'm just picturing him standing in the castle boutique with one in each hand. Going, oh yeah, it's so great. Then you stop the random person that walks by and goes, "Now, what? Which? Which would you? You know?" And I'm picturing Robin Williams when he was talking about uh, walking into the sex shop as Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, yeah. full and Mrs. Says, Doubtfire drag. Yeah. Yes, the, the two the two headed one. Right. How much for that? This is like, oh. <laughs> I walked up to the counter because you know it wasn't like crowded or anything. I walked up there. I'm like. I need, I saw on your website you have an inflatable lamb. I need that. <laughs> and they're like, we will take you right over here. I'm like, okay, perfect. See, and that wasn't even news, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't even was news like, to them. Didn't miss a beat. They're like, gag gift? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, awesome. So, I mean, they yeah, do one. Gag gift. Yeah. I, mean, I think I may need two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need some lube with that. These come in black. <laughs> I think I might need... While I'm no, here... No, no. In answer to Barry's question, no, it was not the guy we raided with with the Velcro gloves. That uh, was Roadblock. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Not for yeah. him. Boy. He was already past 40 anyways. That's not Roadblock. Uh, oh, my God. That was too funny. Yes. Well, right. let's see. Nemesis is now level 20. Um, we're letting him very slowly play World of Warcraft. Oh, okay. Beyond trial. Beyond the trial, yes. Whoa. We have now purchased a subscription. I and, and I yeah. re-upped, so Iolite is active again. Ah. So I now have two Battle.net accounts because we won't let Nemesis create his own. Right. Oh, okay. He's 11. So he's 11, yes. So off we go. And that's been, um, at one time, both uh, enlightening on how motivating it can be for him and on the other side terrifying and how addictive um, it can be on how yeah oh, oh. Sure. Well, he's, i mean he, part of his his special needs aspect is he does become obsessive so prying him away giving him something that's easy to obsess on <laughs> so, i'm sure yeah, is tough but, but, but we'll, yeah that's good it may either lock him away from everything in the world yeah, or yeah. deal with it him. may allow you know it's a much yeah. more controlled environment to allow him to interact with something like that that uh we did have to put some parental controls he ended up he joined a guild he's done i mean block guild invites block tell i'll turn all that crap on now we know why those switches exist right right. yep yeah no that's cool it was really interesting so basically i'm he's friends with me and nobody else right right. (laughs) that makes sense off we go yeah, we're still. We played Wildstar up until our vacation, and then we've just had no time for it. Since right, it's not in lack of desire; it's just no time. Yeah, well, well, we're gonna get into this in the gaming section. Like, literally, I put one article in there just because I wanted to talk about the game. I really haven't even read the article. <laughs> Didn't matter. Didn't You're matter like, what I the just want to talk about. I this. just want to talk about the game. Well, so, that's coming up yes. in just a couple minutes. So, yes. speaking of which, is weird break time. Let's have a little more double clicks. Uh, I've got the. Uh, Gojira! I just mean Godzilla. Queued up from no, Double Clicks. Yeah. From their newest album, Diametrodon. We had them as the uh, main live act. We were the first stop on their Diametrodon tour. Uh, it was Nerdtacular. Oh, cool. And they had brought the house down. They were hilarious. If you yes. ever have a chance to see them live, do so. You will not regret it. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. If you like what you're hearing... Consider supporting the station. Become our patron. Go to patreon.com slash alphageek 
and see what can be done. We shall return right after this. Hi, this is Brian Ibbett from The Morning Stream, and you're listening to Alpha Geek Radio. Leaves grow on the trees each spring And in winter fall to the ground again If I were a leaf I'd grow on a tree If you were a leaf then you Nothing wrong with me, you just broke my heart. Now hold me close so I don't fall apart. There's a perfect metaphor for what you did to me. You are the changing seasons. I'm a dad. In shorts heading for the sea You are a thundercloud And I'm an outdoor wedding With a non-refundable fee You are Godzilla, baby And I'm Japanese There's nothing wrong with me my heart now hold me close so I don't fall apart you took my heart to good Outside, you put my love in a farm upstate. You took my heart to the park and you told it to hide with no plans to seek it. That's great, and now I'm ready, ready to destroy. There's nothing wrong with me, you just broke my heart. Now hold me close so I don't punch your face. Geeks in a Gaming World. Casually Hardcore continues live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. It's Geeks in a Gaming World, and I think somebody wanted to talk about <laughs> Wildstar. No, no. Actually, uh, I don't have much to say about Wildstar. Literally, we played it. It's it's a fun MMO in that there's just a metric ton of crap to do. Like there's Which is never... not bad to say at no, launch, no. having stuff in place, good and content. It's, it's kind of, I think we talked a little bit about it before, that there's always, no matter what you're into in terms of MMOs, they definitely have a plethora, Hefe, of stuff to do. 
Um, if you're crafting, there's a million type things you can spend on crafting. There's the home aspect of designing your home, of putting up stuff. Uh, obviously, questing, raiding is there. Uh, I know a friend of the show, Ragox, gotten to 50 now, which is the max level, and he's been doing that. Like We're literally sitting in our teens because we really only played it for about a week before we went on this vacation. Yeah, big old so, travel time. But yeah. it's, it's good. I mean, it's definitely... The evolution, I think, of where... Because the combat itself is so active. Like, you're never just sitting there pushing buttons. You really are having to pay attention. Like, oh, somebody just put big red splotch on the ground. Time to double tap so I can roll all the way. And you have to worry about, like, your your abilities are skill shots. So you have to make sure you're aiming at the... Mm-hmm. You know, facing the appropriate direction or you're going to just shoot off into the distance. Now, Penny Arcade did a really good cartoon on yeah. exactly this. Com- contrasting how complacent we'd gotten right. under WoW versus... So they have two panels of Gabe just describing in incredible detail the fight they're about to engage. Mm-hmm. And in the background, Tycho is walking back from the bathroom. Right. And the final panel is them in-game as their characters, and Tycho is obviously the tank. So, so uh, I was in the, in the bathroom. Uh, what I miss? is tank, tank and spank, right? Let's right. go. Let's go, yeah. <laughs> Leroy <laughs> moment. <sighs> so. Leroy. Oh, Man is still famous. Oh, well, yeah, because yeah. now when I hear that, I just think of somebody popping that stupid card in Hearthstone. And like, <laughs> they did. Here we go. Uh, Didn't it become an achievement at some point? Well, it did. There's an achievement, yeah. and, and it's a card in Hearthstone. It, yeah. it, it, lives, it lives on, on in, in Blizzard on. culture. All of the yeah. major ones, because they even have the raid leader who's... Text is like many welts. Many welts, yeah. left yeah. side. Yeah, or something along those lines. 50 DKP minus. 50 DKP yeah. minus. <laughs> Anyhow, though. <laughs> so. Where's my tangent? I wanted dropping? to talk about, you know, Wildstar is definitely a game I, I recommend. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's one I'll get back into. However, mm-hmm. Divinity Original Sin uh, is so good. Like, I can't. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to articulate just how good this game is. So it goes beyond mere words? It goes beyond... Is it visceral? If you, I, I should say this. If you liked or loved Baldur's Gate 1 and 2, if you liked Planescape, if you liked Fallout 1 and 2, it's that just modernized. So, so it's the, a, R- the RPG, three-quarter view. Three-quarter view, create a character, total immersion in a really cool world great job with the spells every spell are very elemental and they interact with each other so if you put a rainstorm down on the field people get wet if you cast a slow spell that has a chilling effect on somebody now they freeze because they're wet if you put oil on the ground it slows them if you ignite the oil it burns them it's that and it has all this play and if you energy if you drop a rainstorm on the firing oil it makes a smoke cloud so then you block line of sight all those creative things that your dm refused to let you do right. even though they made complete sense. Right. And then and you actually end up creating two characters when you're playing single player. So and they Right, and they're both your protagonists. They're both your protagonists and in a lot of scenes yeah. you'll be talking to somebody and you know your characters will have a conversation and you can disagree with each other and sometimes you have to play like a rock paper scissors game in order to see who wins the argument. Other times you just are defining your personality so you might both be considered bold or one might be a romantic while the other is a pragmatic uh, type person. So it's interesting they incorporated all this role play and then you flesh out your party with a couple NPCs. This was really good. It's been super addictive to play. Then yesterday a friend of mine was like, why don't we try out the co-op 
Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the game gets so good even it gets even better when you're playing with somebody actually controlling the other protagonist and you're just <laughs> ha- have half the party basically and you set up these fights then. So when you're running around, you can go go off, gather quests, do whatever, crafting, all that stuff. And then when you get into a fight, it becomes almost like an XCOM or old Fallout game where it's turn-based. You have action points and however many action points you can use your skills and and that's what powers it. And so the fights are just awesome to play when you're talking with somebody because you're like, okay, I'm going to drop the spider here. We're going to put him down. Okay, you're going to electrocute this guy. Then I'm going to shoot the guy, and then our warriors will both charge in. Like, it's just awesome. So we were up. I mean, he's in Florida, and he was up probably till like, 3 in the morning with me. <laughs> it was about midnight when I got to bed. And then this morning, I get a text from him like, okay, I got an hour while my kid's asleep. <laughs> Let's, let's, let's get a little this. more time in. Like, all right, let's do it. So but never anything like an addiction. That's in awesome. Well, incredible. I'm I'm sitting here. I'm reading a little bit in the article, and it it goes on. It describes a little bit like you're talking about. My rogue suggested that this might. Okay, wait a second. Let me back up. When my archer was invited to join a creepy female-only cult by an imprisoned <laughs> wizard. Uh, she refused. My rogue suggested that this might be a way to get access to the wizard's knowledge and resources and won the subsequent argument. The archer begrudgingly signed up for cult membership and the characters liked each other less. A strange moment as the person controlling both, but a story point that felt specific to me and my campaign. So that's yeah. pretty cool, right? Was, so you're going to go whore yourself to this wizard that I'm going to tell One of your characters you <laughs> could decide that's the, like early, early in the game, you meet these two drunk guards and they're like, oh, you go, okay, have a good day. And they're like, no, no, you need to come with us. And you get the option of saying, okay, lead the way or, hey, I'm a source hunter. You back off. And if you pick opposite ends of that, you have an argument. And, well, my character who chose the back off, option one, and we ended up killing the two guards. (laughs) It's like, wow, that went a lot differently than I was expecting. I just wanted to see what the different answers would do. And suddenly I murdered two people. I really didn't have much intention of killing, but... All right, that's where the story's going. That's where the story's <laughs> going. going. <laughs> and then an unintentioned murder right, occurred. Right, right. <laughs> that was oh, that goodness. all. Yeah. And then a murder happened. So it does a great job of that. And apparently oh. it has like 60 to 80 hours of gameplay. I mean, it's been a good solid two weeks of playing, and I finished like the first area. like first. Oh, wow, map. that's awesome. And now I'm on to the next part of that. So it's been... It's just great. But like I said, it's a total time sink. It's like Civ taking one more turn. You just end up going, all right, I'm just going to sit down and craft. Just Four hours later, you're like, okay, i got to stop now. <laughs> so, been a fantastic too, game. Too much fun. Can't, all right. Can't so. recommend it enough if you're into that style of game. If, so Divinity, right, so you, Original you Sin. Scratch that Baldur's Gate yeah. style itch. And Party, party-based D&D-like RPG. And it's one I totally missed because I did... I kickstarted the project uh, Eternity, which is by the guys, uh, Snowblind Studios. Basically, the folks that originally made the Baldur's Gate game decided, hey, we're going to do a Kickstarter for doing a throwback game on it. And I've been following that development. It looks fantastic. And this one came out of the blue. I think I watched a Total Biscuit video of like an alpha of it. WTF and I was is. like, oh my God, this looks pretty cool. And then I started reading on Reddit when it was going on sale for the Steam Summer Sale. I was like, everybody's like, this is the game you want to buy. I said, well, I got a little bit of cash for my birthday. I will take a shot at it. And it was well, well worth my time. I'm always glad Happy when you news. get it when you get a game that was actually worth the yeah, cost. It's really like, oh, good. This feels good. 
Well, that and good. Yeah. And it's nice to see a studio put together mm-hmm. a game that has that kind of depth and that kind of fun to and, it, right? You know, they hit the right balance. And it's been number one on Steam sale or in the top ten on Steam sales now for quite a few weeks, which is great because it means more companies now will be interested in doing these type of games. Right. So which is awesome because problem. it fell out of favor for quite a, a while, while. Yeah. Um, so that'll be the great. The Dragon Age model took over for a while there. Yeah, and Dragon Age was close. It yeah. wasn't bad. It was a little, little divergent, though. A little divergent, but it definitely had the Baldur's Gate feel. But this one gets even more in there. Nice. Yeah. Scratch that. Scratch well, it. maybe Todd and I will have to try Original Sin. Bring it. I think there's a <laughs> demo. I think you can download a demo of it, so See, give who, you a shot of it. More demos. Yeah. Uh, but uh, speaking of, of fantastic nostalgia, mm-hmm. uh, at... QuakeCon 2014, they revealed images from Doom. Like, just Doom. They are going back in the series and doing a prequel Mm -hmm. game, ignoring things like Doom 3. Yeah. um, And actually literally setting the game outside the research facility that Doom, the original... Game. Sprite-based game. Took place yeah. in. Took place in. So it is absolutely a prequel, and your actions lead up to your Marine finally going right. in at the beginning of the original Doom back in the day. That has wonderful, fuzzy nostalgia all over it for me. Yep. And I'm, and I you just, know, I, I have to tell you that... rife it, with Easter eggs. Th- there's, a, there's a thing there where you describe fuzzy, happy nostalgia mm-hmm. associated with a game who I'm sure their sound design would keep me up at night. Well, that was more... <laughs> Doom 3 was a suspense gotcha jumping out of the... You, know, you could hold your gun or your flashlight, but not both. Right. Um, that was really a, a departure for the series. Yeah. Doom has always been a stupid... Shoot 'em up, getting ever larger well, guns against ever crazier demonic enemies. I would say though that in the first Doom, the most iconic part, at least to me and I know several other people, of the first game was the first time when you're going in the corridor and you hear that pink demon, and you're going a pitch black <laughs> corridor and yes. you just hear him growling, and you're like, what the hell? Where is this guy? Where is he? I can't see him. I can't see him. And then suddenly it just pops in your face, and you're like, ah, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. So. Like they decided, I think they said, "Well, that's such a kind of thing. We'll kind just of make moment. Let's make a whole game, a whole it. game of it, which really got away from what it was about. It was a fine game. It just wasn't. Uh, the, it wasn't quite a game. But that was one of the things that that gets me is there's there's two ways you can get me with sound design. There's the suspense building where mm-hmm. you're hearing the growling, but you can't find him. You can't find him. Where right. is it? Where is it? Where is it? And then there's the they actually have. For example, in Bioshock, where yeah. they have this super creepy music playing, yeah. and yeah. they have people screaming in the distance, like when you hear that. When you're going around person's... the corner to the baby carriage in the beginning, ah. of the first one, yep. and then you see something move, like it's only a shadow. Yeah, that, yeah, but and creepy... it's and and the little like you hear people like things getting knocked yeah. and falling down steps and things, and the, yeah. and you're like, and and the sound design. A good sound designer can own you. Oh yeah, especially when they know okay they're going to have headphones on. Probably playing at night. Get him. Yeah. Well, and there was a, a a game. I swear it was a little freebie. Uh, oh gosh, I don't even remember the name right. of it. A few months ago, where you were out in the woods and you were trying to get these oh, eight. Yes. Oh, okay. 
The sound design in that one was also very good. Yeah. Sound design in that one definitely keeping me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> Slend- no, Slender Man was all about building oh, yeah. tension. It's all about attention. There's a whole thing. Man, like, did they do it well. Yeah. Like, my hands would shake when I started that. All you had to do was start the sound up on yeah. that game. And I'm like, ah, no. They had an old game for the vampire role-playing game mm-hmm. uh, called Vampire Bloodlines. And in that, the iconic level is you go to a haunted house. Oh, and great. there's stuff just suddenly starts moving off tables. There's ghosts appearing and then disappearing, like usually having their heads chopped off or whatever. And it's like the first time I started going through this, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so tense. And then I had to remind myself, I'm a mother effing vampire. Why am I worried <laughs> about a ghost? <laughs> so then I'm like, I'm just walking through this. I don't care about this. And even though, but they did a great job of doing that same thing of just building a very tense environment where but- you're. Oh, uh, yeah. That's one of the things. I really respect those sound designers when they do that. Pause for massively Network. belated, but I've now fixed the uh, drop-in panel so I can play oh, the... Oh, uh, So uh, our IRC rep, Nate, producer in the IRC, the Barry Von Awesome. Go, go annoy him, because... Oh. Because reasons. Yeah, so, baby, yeah! Barry did mention, so Hearthstone's expansion, the next Ramus expansion, drops yep. on Tuesday, apparently. And you can either pay cash or in-game funds for it. And yes. just like Nax, it releases in Wings. Yes. If you're participating during the launch week, you get the initial part for free. Oh, yeah. And the Wings yep. cost money. Um, it's single-player. Yeah, yeah. So you're actually fighting against the computer to clear the wings. It so, is to an get cards take. for you. Yeah. Um, and, but again, you're getting cards you can then use in right, turn, against in arena play and regular play. This will be good because it'll shake up. Like right now, if I see another miracle deck or another stupid zoo deck, I'm going to lose my mind. I think they, they, their timing is good. They realize people have done the math. The spreadsheet patrol There's has arrived. There's three or four decks that are pretty solid, and everything else is kind of. And they they need. To, yeah, they need to introduce more cards to kind of break it up, it up yeah. again. Yeah. Um, there was a great, I'm not sure if it was Penny Arcade or somebody, no, I'm not sure who did it. Somebody did, um, a great, um, take on saying, wow, um, this, uh, Max Ramus experience in Hearthstone is, is really, uh, genuine. And they show your beginning hand is basically under guild guildy. <laughs> 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 and with the flavor text. Yeah, underleveled Gildy. Right. Yeah. Um, God, I forget. The, the, basically, all, all the things you would have right. go wrong with your party. Yeah. Um, right. You don't have any of the potions you're supposed to have. You don't any of have any right. of the buffs. Yeah. You're not only underleveled, but you're under-equipped. And there's someone like me who just like... What am I supposed to do? Holy priest can't dance. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to bring up one that made me laugh right before the show. Mm. And that was a Civ Five mod that <laughs> lets you exploit migrant workers in the first true FIFA World Cup sim. And I read the title and burst out laughing. I'm like... Could we get any closer to reality here, well, I mean, people? Of, I mean, making strong political statements in a video game. And oh, my God. And it kind of works and makes you think about it and yeah. makes the point of, hey, did you realize that this crap's actually happening? Yeah. 
Ugh. It goes on to say, you know, there's dozens of FIFA-branded uh, video games, yet every one of those tile- titles ignore the all-powerful FIFA in their gameplay. They don't showcase the scandal, the copious wealth, the controversial uh, remarks. They're just about a soccer, and that's not enough. That's not FIFA. Well, and then they talk about killing migrant workers. They talk about they, you know, the next paragraph: enter the migrant worker, half the price of a regular worker, and one that can only be purchased. Um, Migrant workers can pull long hours without food or water. As you hold their passports and their salaries, they'll never make it very far if they try to leave. (laughs) Oh my god. Horrifying. I mean, you could you could take that though to so many other areas. You could take that to uh, Dubai because there's a huge. Well, they were talking about it in Qatar. That this is the Qatar. They they import all these people from uh, Pakistan. Yeah, and treat them horribly. Yeah, and and, a lot of the Middle East has that issue right now. Dubai, a lot of their building was done by Filipinos Mm -hmm. that came over and live in just horrible little shanty shacks next to probably the richest city in the world. Right. Right. (laughs) Well, and uh, right. So that's yeah, interesting. I mean, I mean, it's good to see games kind of taking... Yeah, I've uh, seen aerial photos of Dubai, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. It's like, sorry, that's an impressive city. Mm-hmm. Truly impressive city. But I'm I'm looking at it, and one of my comments on it, and I, I yeah. commented to Grail, and I said, so can you also, like, program in racism to this? And can you program in, oh, I don't know, um, insider trading into your Wall yeah, Street, you sure. know, and make your banking corrupt? Mm-hmm. And let's just make sure that we add some um, uh, environmental impacts to everything so eventually we all go extinct anyway. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, I mean, it brings it... Civ Five, the end of civilization. It brings it more into focus, because, like, Civ games always had corruption, and it was mm-hmm. just a negative thing, and you put up the appropriate buildings to deal with corruption. But you never really Really talk about you put up the appropriate well, building yeah, you put to deal up, with corruption. You know, your justice on, hall. <laughs> uh, it depends on what your uh, uh, government, form of government. So, like, if you were a communist, you'd set up police stations and KGB-type mm-hmm. offices that basically would uh, kill people that were corrupt. Or I don't know what they did. But they just... I put them up, and then the bonus for corruption went down. So it was like, okay, okay. that's all I need to know. This drives at home a little bit more if you're actually talking right. about... Here's the migrant workers. And, if, you know, to your point... Here's the stockbrokers, or here's if they actually said, here's all the families now that you've put out of jobs by doing this. Right, right. You know, it's interesting to see games now, or at least modders, taking it to that next level of uh, intimacy with the so issue. Let's provoke some thought. Yeah. It's not just the game. Yep. This is the reflection of the world you live in. And right. You should wake up to that fact. Now, of course, the it. first thing I would do if I downloaded that, though, was immediately exploit the crap out of those migrant workers, because I'd win. Oh, yeah. that's how you roll. That's right. <laughs> you give me an in-game advantage, I will exploit it. that in-game Heck advantage. yeah. Oh, my God. So <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm reading the rest of it, and it's just, it's whoever wrote this, man, serious, true commentary mm-hmm. on the world as, that we live in today. Nope. And, you know, I mean, because I know you can go through these and... and you know, for years we've known you can drive your characters by nuts by putting them in houses and walling up all the windows and doors. Oh, yeah, people love to torture. <laughs> oh, and Sims. Sims. Yeah, yeah, torturing their Sims. Yeah. Um, but this is. But that's on a that's on such a, a micro scale. I like the macro yeah. scale of yeah. yeah of true destruction. Right. Right. It says if they run too far from your territory and the heat doesn't kill them, there are literally countless afflictions and human <laughs> rights abuses that will. 
They are the foundation on which your brand new stadiums rest on, or at least their bodies will be. But don't worry, when they perish with 1.4 million units to choose from, it's a never-ending supply of cheap labor. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Seriously bad. All right. Bring this (laughs) to our next break. We'll give you a little more. uh, We'll just leave on that upper of a note. (laughs) Can't we end on something better than that? (laughs) Brave New World is Brave New World. There you go. (laughs) You have no toad. All hail the hypno toad. Oh, slight tangent. There was a uh, video circulating on the internet. Someone took the intro cityscape from uh, Futurama mm-hmm. and rendered it beautifully in full 3D. Oh, wow. You can find it on YouTube. Oh, cool. It's just a short snippet. Yeah. But somebody put a lot of love into it. Yeah. And it really shows. It was, it was on io9 and the rest of the Gawker sites. Uh, check it out. It's it's you know, not good for radio, but in your spare time, go find it. If you have any. Any fan of uh, Futurama will right. eat it up. What's that? That badger? Nope, 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 nope. Ah! <laughs> yeah, another, talking about an animated GIF. Great radio. Yeah, yeah uh, there you go. <laughs> we nope, are nope, 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 nope. All right, time I'm for out. music break. All right, we'll be back right after Internet Troll by the Double Clicks. Hi, this is Joel Watson from HiJinksAndSue.com. You're listening to Alpha Geek Radio, you lucky son of a bitch. You were told back in the day, if you don't have anything nice to say to keep quiet, don't be a jerk, don't devalue the work someone's done, even if you don't like it. I was told back in the day, you can judge a man by the way that he treats others. To find someone nice, there is all this advice So a girl doesn't find herself being used But both you and I resist control And neither of us did the things we were told And I love you, even though you are an internet troll There's something about you that I want to know It's the way that you write, so offensive and trite With such passion, it's sort of appealing I love you, even though you're a commenter from hell The predictable way you don't know how to spell And you're hateful, disgusting, ungrateful Like you don't understand other people have feelings I feel like you don't even know If you don't enjoy a YouTube video You can stop it, you don't have to watch it Your ignorance is just amazing It seems like you've never heard That if media doesn't speak your words You can make something new Express your view It's a delight how you're so darn lazy The internet makes you feel so empowered You almost forget you're a stupid coward I love you Even though you are an internet troll Self-control and the things that you say aren't okay Even when you're anonymous at a distance I love you even though you're a commenter from hell In a magical way you get angry so well and so quickly You're zero to sixty but I've got to admire your persistence
in the day that if someone's a bully, that's because they are sad with themselves. They're broken and need help, and they put others down so that they feel better. And yes, that is true. I know you are hateful because you completely lack value, but I still like you. Researched chaos. Casually Hardcore continues live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. Researched chaos. Also known as all the interesting and cool things that you have brought to our attention. Uh, people in the research thread on the forums at AlphaGeekRadio. This is the, the research thread that the podcast deserves edition. Uh... That might be left over from last one. <laughs> I didn't actually that sounds, edit that. Oh, you didn't edit that okay. Yeah. That's all right. Someone else's. I can tell you it was MacBit and Seancaster were the. Seancaster ah, okay. and MacBit, not to be confused with MacBit. At least when I looked at it this morning, right. that was the two names that were on. That was the, the cutoff point. Yes. Yeah. Thank I'm going to say it anyway. Sweet. But I don't remember what the thread was entitled. I was just happy to see there was a thread. <laughs> Yay, thank you. Yeah, we apologize yeah. for being so damn sporadic. We really should have just called for a hiatus. Right, right. But yeah, we're really sorry. Just been busy. Pod fading. Really, really busy. Yeah. Uh, but the good news is, like I was telling you before the show, Dex and I will be at PAX this year. Yeah. Yay. After much... Much ping-ponging. Ping-ponging, and now I've sort of figured out where we're staying, and I have a car. Just got to get the flight, and then we're done. So that'll well, be nice, which go. is good, because I felt really, really bad when I thought we weren't going to be able to go, mm-hmm. because it is the last year of the Triwizard. And oh, I really want to close that one. I out. really would have hated to miss that. Um, along with copious photos, I demand them. Yeah, and I really wanted to see that. I really wanted to see the folks that we've gone through that with, uh, especially Atlas. And obviously, it's always a good chance to go see Ragok as well. Yes. Though, unfortunately, I don't think he's actually attending. He can't attend this year. Yeah, he missed the tickets, unfortunately. But should be able to. But we'll hook it. We're actually closer to Redmond this year where we're staying. Okay. <laughs> so hopefully we'll be able right. to spend more time with him. Well, the at the same time, for the first time this year, yes. I, will, I will be attending DragonCon. Oh, that's right. In Atlanta. That'll be very cool. Flights have been arranged. My pass has been arranged for... And I got the preliminary schedule because I'm going there in service of what they call the podcasting track, mm-hmm. okay. which is a whole series of presentations all about and for podcasters. So a lot of live shows that are normally just podcasts. Uh-huh. So we're going to have a crap ton of live stream content for you that weekend as well. And, and of course, they will also be released as podcast archives. Are you presenting? I'm not that I'm aware of. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I did, I did present it in Nerdtacular. I was going to say, I saw the photo of you yeah. photobombing the 
one uh, the pod was it oh the podcast, podcast awards? awards yeah they, they actually yeah. used the shot of us I was like photo bombing I was just up on stage to receive I know I'm but just kidding the, <laughs> but the way the photo was framed it looked like I was right. total, totally photo bombing like, Brian Ebbett like ah <laughs> yeah um, but yeah then they decided to use that shot in their promotional materials for the yeah. next year's new media expo sweet I'm famous on a That's piece of paper right. I must post this to Facebook. We're going to use that for all media credentials now. <laughs> Look, exactly. our guy's right here. I'm right there. Seriously. But, yeah, so he's going to be, I'm throwing myself on the children bomb so that he for can totally so thankful. that he can go um, to Dragon Con. You guys are going to be there. It's not every wife that will let you vanish for four and five days at a time and not take it out of your hide, so I love you. You're pretty. Yeah, I try not to take it out of your Whatever. hide. Whatever. My I wife just vanishes for four or five days <laughs> at a time. <laughs> 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 a lot the, uh, you know, absence today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your kid's, what, 15? See, my brain... Uh-huh. Dude, he just living, finished his last football camp Living ever. in the past. Like, he's yeah. he's going to be a senior this year. This is it. No, I refuse. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I reject yeah. your reality and substitute no. my own. He, same, same he was as... dreading it, but I was like, this is it, though. This is the last time you'll ever do it. I mean, this is your your final season of playing yeah. here. All this stuff for high school, this is your final time. Like, like that's it. it. Yep. Enjoy it as much yeah. as possible because you won't realize how much it'll stick with you later on. So I'm trying to instill that somewhat into him. So, yes, we have an arch nemesis breakdown yep. outside. So I got to tell you that that I'm excited to see what comes back. I actually told him, why don't you go to Dragon Con this year? And because everything I was told is a giant, multiple, multiple hotels. You need to plan where you're going to be like like the impression that I got. And I don't know this for sure, but the impression that I got was as big as San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. So I'm excited to see because we're not familiar with Atlanta. And he mentioned, yeah, Atlanta's. Looks like an interesting town. I've been through Georgia, but I've never mm-hmm. been to Atlanta. I've been to Savannah, which was right. really nice as well. Uh, but speaking about pictures, supposedly Dragon Con and Atlanta in general is a very big cosplayer. Nice, like super into cosplay. Yeah, no, that that was part of the point. Was yeah. was that some of the people we were talking to were cosplayers at Nerdtacular. Yeah. And, you know, just doing, and professional costumers. Right. I mean, they're doing right. this yeah, they, for a living. These are no joke. <laughs> and they're, I, well, I have pictures of, of myself with, with a gentleman who, he had the full bodysuit, and oh. then he had the armor over it. So he looked gray, like all the nice. pieces of skin, all the way right. full head, you know, oh, wow. even the back of his neck and everything was the I'm gray death skin type. Cool. And he had full LED incorporation, so he had the blue glowing eyes coming out of the hood with the full framed, and the skeleton inside the hood. Oh, my God. So he had the full armor hood skeleton inside with the full jawbone. Oh, wow. That was actually attached to his jawbone, so it would articulate when he talked. Whoa. And it was watching him get into that and watching him kind of Velcro the jaw in place and it was really amazing work to see and i i just you know i felt completely inadequate huh. <laughs> but it was one of those where yeah. it, he was phenomenal and this is just apparently what they do yeah at dragon con so i'm excited to to see the pictures and yeah if, sh- if it comes out well good. this year then we'll see what next year yeah, looks like maybe we'll exactly. get we'll get coverage for that but our next trip is actually wootstock 
Okay. So this coming week is Wootstock, and cool. we'll be there. That'd be nice. Now, yeah. um, I got real quick on Cotton. Yeah. I mean, the one thing, if I miss anything for, uh, for not being able to attend BlizzCon any longer, it's the costuming that was yeah. there, too, because they did a great job. Yeah, um, I think I think that whenever you can see people who really put their heart and soul yeah. into these things, and you can see really the creativity as they play with the costume. Right. Well, you and, were there that you know, year where the girl did the Dranai Shaman on top of the mount. Yes, I mean, with the turtle mount. That was yeah. months of work to get that done, and that's that's yeah, and that's the, really impressive. And the joystick control right, turtle right, mount that right. she's that riding was around was—I'm like, you're like a mechanical engineering major, yeah. and she was yeah. like a mechanical engineering major, and she was just but having fun. Un- but un- unbelievable! Damn, yeah, yeah, good stuff. I love seeing that. But yeah, Atlanta would be interesting. Uh, you know this because now they've added Pack South, which is San Antonio, another mm. town that I've heard really great things about. So it may be something I'd like to incorporate. Even Pax East, I've never been to Boston. I would right. like to check that out. It's one of these years. Boston's actually a really I, I haven't seen much of it because okay. I was only there a, a, a few times. Um, but it 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 has that Eastern city flavor. There was a lot of brick where I was, and mm-hmm. yes, there were, like, I was near the stadium, so there were big structures okay. around me, but they still had little neighborhoods. Right, right. And so you're going into these little restaurants that yeah. are in these storefronts in these little neighborhoods, and it's it's nothing like, you That's know, cool. Texas or the South or the Southwest, where it just doesn't exist here. And so I, I would enjoy going back and exploring yeah. Boston or, or even San Antonio. I, I have very yeah. little exposure to Texas. I've heard a lot um, of like the river walk there smells to be just fantastic. So. Is that Austin or San Antonio? That's San Antonio. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because I've heard a lot about Austin. I've been through um, Austin, and that's a nice town. Uh, but my one experience that I had the most with it was my car breaking down at six in the morning oh. when it was winter in a muddy alley. Oh. Not breaking down, it got stuck when we were driving to <laughs> Chicago with that a friend. Sucks. And so that soured me on the city for a little right, while. Right, but I right. would be willing to go back and give it another chance at some point. <laughs> yeah, well, I tell you, there's, there, I mean, you could be soured worse on the city. There's yes, nothing that'll yes. sour you on a city more than getting arrested in it. Um, that, that would... Uh, <laughs> Definitely would sour definitely you on a color my uh, opinion. I think a little bit. Oh, so researched chaos. Yeah. Um, one of the ones that was in here was Marvel is replacing Steve Rogers with a new black Captain America. Yeah. Yep. Falcon is stepping up to fill Cap's shoes because Cap is old. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he, his, 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 isn't uh, he kind of ageless? No, but his. Super serum has been sucked out of him. And oh, he's okay. His real that, age. Then he's ancient. Yes, right, he's right. he's like he's good, edge yeah. of the... It's like that time that Magneto pulled the adamantium out of Wolverine. It's right, a, or you know, it's a story. And he's like Batman Beyond, where Bruce Wayne's very old and right. had to kind of pass the mantle for a bit. But Marvel has been making a concerted effort to diversify their no their strong white guy. Um, lineup, right? Which is is all strong dis- white male lineup, right? Yeah, which is it's it's the a long I hate to use the word tradition, but it is descends from the earliest days of comics where mm-hmm. that kind of inequality was the norm. You had your heroes were always big white guys. Your heroes were white male, and anyone else was a secondary character or there to support the or a bad guy or or a villain. Um, and the entertainment industry in general and the comics industry have, have come under 
some justifiable criticism that, hey, that's um, not a lot of women there. And, and you see their efforts in, in making um, Black Widow you know, such a prominent character in the Captain America and Avengers movies. Yes. And actually, you know, she was in Iron Man. She's, right, she's right. A, she's a through line and, and is heading for her own movie. Good. So that's a sign that we're paying attention to this yeah. demographic. Um, you know, when when they did the casting announcement for Star Wars Episode Seven, just the most preliminary one, people were all over them, like, "Oh, great, one woman, right?" And no people of color, right? So there's a hypersensitivity out there to, hey, why aren't we seeing? people in our stories who are more representative of, well, the world around us. The, the people I am likely to meet as I walk to work every day. Sure. They're not all beautiful, gorgeous, cut white dudes. So this is part of their plan to do that, but it also, to their credit, makes total sense within the storyline. Because Cap and Falcon have been partners for decades right. in the comics. And it makes complete sense within the story arc that, that when the time came where someone needed to step up, that he'd be right there yeah. to say, well, I, I will continue the good fight. So, I've been doing the good fight all along. So let me argue for a moment. Mm -hmm. it, so essentially at that point we've created and we've said Captain America is an office. Not an individual. This is not even the first time they've done this. It's like the, the I, I go back to the book, the Piers Anthony book, The Incarnations of Immortality, where mm -hmm. people can step into the role. Yeah. So, and I'm okay with that when it's a role and not a person. Where I get into problems, actually, is with the decision on Thor. Okay. Because... Very, good, very different critter, yeah. though. Because Thor is a person. Mm-hmm. Thor in... All of the myths and legends is male, as I understand it. Yep. And, I'm sorry, Scandinavian. Historically speaking... Because it's all from Norse legends. Blonde hair, blue eye. Right. Now, there are dark Scandinavians, so mm -hmm. I could go with the dark hair, dark eye, right? I could go with that, and I could buy into that, you well, know, well, from the, that the perspective. The female Thor is a blonde bombshell, so... Yeah. But, female... Now are you treating Thor as an office the way we're treating Captain America, the way we might treat Iron Man, for example. Whoever's inside the suit mm -hmm. is Iron Man. The, so I, and, I think that there's have, I have an argument about character. Right. And in, in the Marvel Universe... It irritated me The to see role that. of God of Thunder is an office. And Thor has lost it at points in his existence. The, the guy, Thor, was not the God of Thunder for a while. Um, they had an alien in there, okay, so Beta Ray Bill, who was actually a freaking awesome storyline, who was also worthy. But God of Thunder... Worthy enough to hold the hammer. Not Thor. Correct. The God of Thunder... It's a, That's an office. Right. right. And they're mixing... Thor is a person's name. Right. right. And, and all the news outlets are saying, the new Thor is a woman. And it's like, no, that's the new goddess of thunder. Right. Right. So Thor loses the hammer? Yes. Possibly. Uh, that would be, and it would not be the first time they've done this in the storyline. Right, in has, the Marvel storyline. In the Marvel version, it is he who holds, who, who holds Mjolnir and is, you know. Anyone he who, who is any, worthy. Anyone who is worthy, worthy. can yep. assume the mantle 
of God of Thunder. Thunder. Right. And Beta Ray Bill did. And was it was a great story arc. Yeah. And in the end, Odin forged him his own version of Mjolnir, and he went on to be just Beta Ray Beta Bill. Beta Bill, right. Um, and he's another fixture in the Marvel Universe who I hope makes a cameo in in Guardians of the Galaxy because that would be freaking awesome. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. He was a really cool character. and I, I love love him whenever I see him. He shows up in some of the Hulk cartoons cartoon movies that they've done and they did a, did a really good job on him. Yeah, and I mean Barry VA brings up a good point. Obviously we're dealing with God's magic, so it's not clear if this is just a different person or did he transform him right. into a woman. N- and... None of this has been made clear. This is just the PR machine saying, right. hey, we got this coming. We're on the Colbert Report. Yeah. We're announcing this. Hey, right. yay, has a, has a Marvel doing weird things to diversify our lineup. Yeah. Buy the comic and find out. Exactly. Exactly. It's, but it's yeah. interesting. I mean, this goes back to even the ultimate Spider-Man replacing him with a young Hispanic male. Right. Uh, for Peter, not Peter Parker, but well, a well, actually, you know, Peter Parker existed in the right. years, and they killed him and off. He died, and, and Morales somehow. took over the the right. mantle, and it was like, okay. And they've 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 had various characters, you know, come out as gay. There's a, a, a Green Lantern oh, yeah. out there who's yeah. um. So they're they're definitely trying to make an effort to make the the pantheon of heroes. More representative of our culture, culture and, as a whole. Yeah, and it's just, it's just, we're still in the era where this is news yeah. because we're going through the change and for the first time. We're tampering with these well, huge archetypes because it wouldn't be as big of a deal if they were introducing a new character that was a woman or a new character that was that's, of a that's ethnicity. where I'm at. But it's they're taking an old character and changing them into that. That's right. where it's that's why it's new. Now now you're rewriting history and you're rewriting history that that I enjoyed. <laughs> so it it's a again, I don't have a problem with it when it's an office. I have a problem with it when it's an individual I and you are we'll you are out. ripping so we'll apart a character that I enjoy. Their quote is the new Thor continues Marvel's proud tradition of strong female characters PR department, right. like Captain Marvel, Storm, Black Widow, and more. And this new Thor isn't a temporary female substitute. She's now the one and only Thor, and she is worthy. So the hint there is, you know, she is an individual who was worthy enough to pick up and wield Mjolnir and, and assume right. the role. But they're calling but, her Thor. Right, so which we'll muddies the makes, waters. Right. So right. we'll have to see how they and there was a great, to explain that. Back in the 80s, there was you know, one of the many what-if. Right. And there was a what-if. What if Jane Foster found the hammer of Thor? Yeah. And they called her Thordis. And it was <laughs> dumb. Yeah. Um, and it was the whole... Crazy what if. Those the what ifs are, are fun and cute and all that. Sometimes. It, sometimes. This, yeah. this was not like, one of those times. That is why it was never done. Because right. that is stupid. But I mean, <laughs> you look at right. Thor's story arc. There was a time where he was Thor, frog of thunder, okay? He had been mm-hmm. cursed, was turned into a bullfrog, and managed to get his Mojo flipper back. onto Mjolnir and frog in full Thor armor wielding the God of Thunder's powers. I, yeah. Honestly, I never read Thor that much. So yeah, well, I'm not too familiar I, with it. for me, I, I, I'm more of a mythology person, right? I mean, right. I took classes yeah. in college on history and mythology and, and, and literally, uh, so I go at it from the mythology perspective. I never read the comic either. Right, right. But I like the character. Yeah. Well, certainly, and they, I like the archetype that was created in the mythology. Right, and they've done a really good job. This is, you know, we, we've heralded Marvel many times on this show for their job of going to their copious back catalog. Yeah. 
and right. cherry picking the strong parts. Right. The Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. version of Thor that they have brought to the screen picks out really great story elements from, right. from the many decades of writing mm-hmm. that we've got to, to pick from. So they've painted a, a very... And that's what's very much strong in your mind right now is Thor! Uh, Asgardian from tremendously advanced, non-magical, technology-based race. They'll probably soon to become Still magical. fits the archetype. He's right. strong. He's just. He's not that smart. He, yeah, he gets there. He's, you know... There's, <laughs> we we, there's meet, a, there's we a, meet him during his screw-up period, his teenage years. Right. You know, I mean, there's... But the, the archetype, and then, you know, you have it with Loki as well, and you have the trickster, yep. you know, they follow the archetypes no, they from the mythology. Oh, yeah. Middleston there in that yeah. role. And so I, Hiddle, I just Hiddle, find Hiddle, myself Hiddle. in that place of... Introduce me to some really awesome people... Pass along offices where you want to, mm-hmm. but d- d- don't f with my, you know, don't f with my yeah, guys. And, you and know? <laughs> yeah. This just has publicity stunt written all over. Yeah, right. well, I mean, you figure like when Superman died, quote, died, four people came to take on the mantle that he did, but they never called themselves Superman. There right. was Steel. There was the other uh, Steel. Right. Sort of there was Superboy. Mainly, yeah, Superboy, Supergirl. I mean, they already had those established characters, right. but the new ones that came out didn't say, "I'm Superman now. I'm the new I'm Superman. Just trying to. I am just somebody who has powers right. maybe akin to that, and I'm going to try well, to it, cover." What someone besides, and they've done this, I know, someone besides Bruce Banner trying to be Batman. Oh, Bruce you know, Wayne. Bruce Wayne, sorry. You're, you're, Bruce Banner, you're Hulk, screen. sorry. Yeah. So can you imagine a Hulk Batman? <laughs> How cool would that be? I don't no. know if he could live up to his one role. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure yeah. that wouldn't work. So Batman Smash? I can't Bruce kill Wayne, you, but yeah. Hulk Batman, Batman can, can kill you. <laughs> So uh, I just, but yeah, Bruce, Bruce Wayne, yes. someone besides Bruce Wayne being Batman. Uh, and, and so do you say Batman's the office and therefore, because it, because it's not Clark Kent, it's not Bruce Wayne. Therefore well, it could be, there could be a I new mean, Superman. In the Nolan movies, they, tr- they clearly ended it with him passing the torch to, to Nightwing, to, or Robin, yeah, Nightwing, or Robin, Robin or call however him. you want to call it. But yeah, but they didn't pass it to him as like, you are going to be the next Batman, though. Here's, I, here's I resources, had, go do good things. Yeah, I mean, I just mm-hmm. had watched Batman Begins was on cable the other day, and I had it on, and he makes mention there, like, I need to be an ideal. So right. Batman is an ideal. It's right, not he's, a an, he's an office, it's per a, se. It's an office. Mm-hmm. But usually in the comic, I mean, even the old 60s Batman, you know, pow, zip, bang they had times where alfred dressed up as batman right just to allow bruce wayne to go do something so i don't know you never see batman and bruce together right right gee so gee i wonder why here Mm. let's take a quick selfie batman and bruce together (laughs) there we go so here's the four it's it's tough to say on i mean if would would it be acceptable to have a different woman play wonder woman if for that matter could a man assume the mantle of wonder woman uh, since uh, there's only women on Themyscira. Oh, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Hey, I can mess with the mythology, right? I can make Thor a chick. Sure, but it's you're not coming from an all-female culture. So. Well, what if they did? What if they did some sort of man that just turned her no, into a the man? Back right. up the track. How do they like populate the island? Just out of curiosity. 
Well, if you're if you're actually Amazons, you, One really you go, dude. <laughs> if you're actually Amazons, you go out and make babies as part of your responsibility, <laughs> was, and you bring come Zuzu back to the island or, when you're pregnant. What was the thing from Futurama where they snoo 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 death by snoo snoo? Yeah, spirit is willing. That the the body the body is spongy and bruised. <laughs> I love that and episode. Kif being the most attractive man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my so god. Good. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. I was actually thinking something similar. Like, could not could we have a, a male Wonder Woman? But just the the concept yeah, or, of the office. Right. Yeah. Um, where you have that kind of because well, like that could be a publicity stunt that DC can do with Wonder Woman. Yeah, well, we've already seen right. it in DC with the Green Lantern. I mean, that's definitely an office, and right. they've mm-hmm. had multiple Green oh, yeah. Lanterns of multiple. Uh, and they races. showed you that it was in right. the very first. Right. So they did a good job with that. of the yeah. ring. You know? Again, though, if you take Aquaman, like mm-hmm. it's tough to say he's kind. Of him. That's Aquaman. Yeah. Yes. I mean, King of Atlantis. Is, yeah. Is That's a, an is, office. Is a role that he later takes on. But it's hard to call somebody else Aquaman, or yeah. it's hard to do that with uh, several of the. Yeah. Characters. And really, I, I I take the argument with Marvel in this case is where they 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 jump the shark for me is you didn't have to tamper with an established character, you already have really strong title characters. Yeah. I mean, the current Captain Marvel ha- is and has been a woman for a long time right. now. Right. Why not just feature her more prominently? Give her yeah. a TV movie. Give her a Expand movie. Expand it out more. You're, you're heading for, the, and, and we may just be getting them. Maybe just be getting ahead of them here, where with Guardians of the Galaxy, they're opening that door to the whole galaxy, right? You know, space-based well, version of the Marvel universe, where she figures prominently. And right. you've also got characters that you haven't introduced, even in places like X Men, Gambit. You could really play with Gambit and have fun as you introduce them. Yeah, but them. Then, then you take away you know, a romantic foil for Rogue unless you change her sexuality to bend the other way. I, it's, as far as I know, Rogue's not getting any pretty much regardless. They've <laughs> unless always, you've got body-level prophylactic going on. <laughs> they've always put Gambit and Rogue together because they come from right. the same background. right. right. The, the both you know thieves out of Louisiana and he's actually you know in leading the thieves guild at various points in his life um, so and unfortunately the one attempt they made to bring him to screen was horrifyingly bad yeah wasn't good. Um, so hopefully they'll go go back and, and yeah I think I wiped them. that straight out of my head yeah. I don't even remember it, it so was Wolverine X Men Origins Wolverine yeah. and if you've not watched it don't they've retconned it anyway yep totally, yeah, totally I, never I, happened look over here look over here yeah I haven't seen days it, of future past Right. Um, though, as, as a total tangent, um, we were playing around, I was playing around with X-Men First Class on Apple TV. Yeah, we were playing around, and I noticed a new feature on Apple TV. App, the Apple's rolled out the iTunes extras on your other devices other than a computer. So it used to be you could only get the extras at a computer. Oh, okay. Now it's basically you have the equivalent of a, of a, of a Blu-ray menu in your movie playback. So all the right. extras, all the deleted commentary scenes, tracks, commentary stuff, tracks, all. everything else is now available through your Apple TV. So they just upped their game in a, in a major yeah. way to compete with disc-based content because now you can have it all in a downloadable content 
rendered beautifully on your screen the way you're used to doing it. And yeah, that was awesome. And I approve mightily of this because I sat up for an hour and a half later than I intended to watching Man of Steel extra stuff. That yeah. It's only on more recent titles. I went back to some older titles and they're all still just went straight to movie. Mm-hmm. So definitely they're working backwards from current releases into older stuff. Yeah, see, I have this thing because I travel so much now that I buy movies for the plane, mm-hmm. and I buy them, it's either Amazon or, or iTunes, mm-hmm. and I buy them to download on my iPad and, and have them for the plane. And so we're, we've begun building up a digital, instead of disc, yeah. movie collection as a result, mm-hmm. and so we were able to see this. I think I just passed 40 movies on there. Um, but four years worth of... Accumulation, really. Yeah. Mm. More in the last, more steadily in the last two. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say, yeah. But before more... you, you had already, I mean, Apple's mm-hmm. ecosystem works well, and yeah. and this just makes it much more appealing to me. I've been plowing through Clone Wars. Yep. When it's that's been my on uh, Netflix, yeah. On Netflix, yeah. Um, and that's my go-to treadmill, and my go-to when I just want a twenty-two minutes of of interesting, fun stuff to watch. And it's interesting, as it's, it's getting, I got to around season four, it's like, wow, they kind of made this a lot more hardcore. There's a lot more severed limbs and heads yeah. and things floating by here. Um, hmm. Somebody, somebody decided, they looked at their demographic and realized, hey, this isn't just kids watching right. this. This is a lot of teenagers and... And, and, and adults, young adults. So let's cater to them. Because yep. I had previously just watched season six when they pushed it out to right. Netflix. I just, I happened, that was during the TED conference. It was perfect to push through in the evenings, that and the most recent season of Archer. <laughs> um, and now I'm actually going back and backfilling. So I'd watch yeah. like seasons one and two and then skip to six. I, like, oh, I should uh, probably fill in the middle bit here because there's a lot of good stuff here. Yeah, I'm still in like season two, I think. Of uh, Clone Wars? Oh. Yep. It so. is. It, it gets... Yeah, it's been good. It's, it's, it's a fun It's even show. better. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it earned its reputation. Huh. Um, so there's Clone Wars and then there's a couple of... Um, Pre prequel type books that actually stayed in the canon. Um, Darth Plagueis yeah, stayed Darth Plagueis, in, we, we, that, yeah, that was our in the canon, and um, there was one other. But they're both lead ups to Episode One, oh, okay. and they're discussing yeah. basically how Palpatine became. Both of them are focused right. on how Palpatine master. became a right. Sith and how he how he killed his master, and, how he killed yeah. his master, but how, also how he began to rise. And that's no spoiler power. because all Sith. Kill their masters, masters. Kill their masters. That's how they become the master. Right. So you had to know that by the time we met Palpatine, he had already killed his boss because right. that's how you ascend in the Sith ranks, and the Sith ranks consist of two dudes. Yeah. Right. So it's no mysteries to who. One master and one apprentice. Yep. And so if the apprentice doesn't succeed, they die. So you look at all the Dark Forces games, and you look at the, the Clone Wars, and, and they had a lot of secret apprentices. Over yeah, there. there's a lot of multiple <laughs> apprentices going yeah, on. Yeah, that was more yeah. sort of a guideline right. than a rule. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was also the, I might need to use you to kill you, so I'm just going to make right. sure there's several right. of you around. That I can, so my my reach is much further well, than people anticipate. Well, it's like also every time your apprentice dies, that like to not you have, have to one start all the way over, over again. again. It's like let's have a few irons. Let's have some the potentials fire. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. That, that feels that feels very Sith like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just make sure none of them know about the others. Yeah, exactly. Right. Compartmentalized. Yeah. Or let them know and see yeah. who's strong to right. survive. Yeah, yeah. And that's the way Knights of the Old Republic did it. Yeah, and actually to go back, I want to find. I'm not. I'm having a hard time finding the original traditional animation Clone Wars that oh, yeah, Tarkovsky yeah. did. Right, right. 
And because there's a whole sequence in there where we met, met Asajj Ventress for the first time. Right. And she was basically auditioning to, to yeah. Dooku. Yeah. Um, and I remember the whole bit, but I don't think that's streaming anywhere. I think the rights on that one are oh, weird. Oh, too bad. Uh, mm. Yeah, because they were really damn good. They were, mm-hmm. they were less... There was no real story arc to it, or a less, much less of a story arc to them. They were very much here's an interlude during the Clone Wars, you know, focusing on the the Jedi Master of your choosing. Yeah. Um, with especially third season onward, there's a much of a more overarching, continuing storyline um, in the CGI Clone Wars. Um, but all all good. All all I believe those those are considered still canon. Oh, uh, good. After, after their great their great house cleaning. Gotcha. Because um, they were put out by Lucasfilm. Right. right. Um, Which is the Clone Wars is as well. And I don't know why these two books were exempted. Maybe because they're or included. Maybe I, because they're, they're prequels. I but don't know what their I do know was. that all of the other novels. All apparently... The, the extended universe was all... Yeah. Ignore... Oof. We're gonna Go write on. new. We're gonna write new new lore here for you. Yeah. Just watch the movies. But apparently, um, I was talking to a buddy of mine um, when I was in Florida, and he was like, "This one, this one's really good. Darth Plagueis mm-hmm. is really good." No, it apparently. was recommended so, to me. That's why I, I got it done. I still haven't listened to it. Yeah. Um, apparently, awesome. Yeah, that's that, it. Came highly recommended from several quarters. I, I just put out a tweet saying, "I need some audiobooks for a trip. Yeah. What should I go for?" And like Darth Plagueis. Okay, from four different people. Wow. All right, I think I'll go download that one. Yep, time to go get that one. I think we are at uh, break time? We're at at finishing time because the Skype rig is the source of our problems. Okay. For the podcast listener, you wouldn't understand this. There was a great uh, moment at the beginning of the show where we were troubleshooting static on the line, and it was coming from the Skype rig. Oops, oh, sorry, that was me. So we have some cables we need to replace, so if we had people calling in, it would be, I hate you guys, your opinions are all wrong. So we'd rather not inflict that upon you. Uh-huh. So we will call it uh, a 20-minute shorter-than-usual episode. Oh, I know Barry's screaming and wailing, I know, I must call and express my, you are wrong. Yes. Yeah, Barry, I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> Actually, I do care, but... <laughs> Thank I'm sure you misstated something about comics. I, yeah, I know, I know, I did, but yeah. it's Barry, just whatever. Boba, write it all down. I promise I will get the new cable before next week, Great. and we'll have your opportunity <laughs> to call in. The love I he, he promises. <laughs> now we'll be just home from Wootstock. No, we'll, um, we'll be we'll, we will have gotten home Saturday. So yeah, we'll, we'll be rested. Yep. That's why I'm, so we should have no trouble. So doing, I don't think uh, we'll have a problem with an episode next and week. Will Dax will be back by then, or she's still out of town? No, she'll be back. Okay. Woohoo! All right. And here we go. Look at that. Just in time. Just in time. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. I'll come right out. Can you say bye bye, radio people? Bye bye, radio people. There you go. There we go. Generation. Bye bye. And that was the older one. All there right. you go. All right. I'm so. Iolite. I'm out of here. You guys enjoy the send-off. I'm Grail. Uh, check us out. You know where to find us. You know the drill. We'll be back next time. And we are... There's a little... I'll just let, I'll just let her take over the show. There you go. Natural gift. And of course, now that I refer over to her... Silence. Yes. Oh, I asked her to shush. Silence! <laughs> well, there's that. We'll be back next week. Same bat time. Same bat channel. We are out of here. Bye-bye,
radio people. Bombardier, 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 bombardier,